Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Galatians First Reverse, brought to you by Telios. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the wonderful book of Galatians, but it will also teach you how to study the Bible so you have confidence in Scripture. Each episode will provide key points for verses in Galatians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hi, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Galatians. I'm glad you're here. We're in chapter 3, an exciting part of this book. It's a chapter where Paul, who wrote the book to the Galatians, who resided in the middle portion of Asia Minor, he's explaining to them that their faith in salvation uh, is based in Abraham, the Abrahamic covenant, not the Mosaic covenant. Thus, when they come to their Christian life, they are to continue their life by faith and not regress into the law which is no longer active, as it says in Romans 10, 4 and, and Hebrews 7. So he then says, well, gee, is the law worthless? Well, no, it taught, um, it, it bounded the uh, Israelites up into sin, letting them know about their sin. He was a schoolmaster that taught them about sin and taught them about Messiah until Christ came. And In verse 26, it says, For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ. In 25, that faith came, and we're no longer under the schoolmaster, no longer under the law. The law is uh, not over us as Christians. We live by faith. And so not being under the schoolmaster, we're children of God by faith. So we come to an exciting verse today in 27, that explains how we get to be children from not being under the law. Well, that's pretty important. Obviously, it's through Christ. Again, the word gar is used, a very common word in Greek, uh, essentially meaning for, F-O-R. It explains or expands on the prior verse. So for many of you who have been baptized in the Christ have put on Christ. Now, what's this mean? This is a very important verse. It says that for you being children by faith, you have been baptized. For those who are children, you're baptized in the Christ. Now, what, what's the word baptism mean? Well, it comes from an old Greek or old die, uh, or textile term to basically dye something, D-Y-E. Otherwise, you take a cloth and immerse it into the color that you wanted, perhaps purple. You immerse the cloth in the purple, you bring it out, and it takes on that color. It's identified with its new color, purple. So in the epistles, otherwise the apostolic letters from Romans to basically the end of the New Testament, are marching orders for the church. This is what we obey. When we talk about baptism, It's a spiritual baptism that occurs at salvation where we're identified with Christ's death and we're identified with Christ's resurrection. So as Christ died at salvation, we died. As Christ was resurrected to new life at salvation, we're resurrected to new life. So the epistles don't really talk about water baptism. I realize this is a controversial topic. It does so in one place at the end of 1 Corinthians 1, 
but it's not in a complimentary way how the Corinthians were doing water baptism. The rest of the references deal with the spiritual baptism. Now, one of the purposes of water baptism would be to emulate and teach about spiritual baptism. Otherwise, as a person in many churches, they are dunked in the water, uh, that going under the water uh, in the baptism represents the death of being identified with Christ's death and being raised up out of the water. It, hopefully, <laughs> the pastor will do that. Raise you up out of the water represents the new life in Christ through his resurrection. And, of course, other churches will use it as a person's statement of faith. They do this by faith, and water baptism is fine. But in the epistles, it's talking about this spiritual baptism that occurs at salvation. That, again, water baptism may emulate or type or, or teach about. So it's a very important lesson. The best passage on this is the first half of Romans 6. And we're at also in Ephesians 2, verses 4 to 7. And also in Colossians 2, verses 11 through 13. And here. Okay, so for as many have been baptized into Christ, identified with his death and resurrection, we have put on Christ. So the word here basically means to clothe. And in the original Greek, so we have put on his characteristics. We are remade in the image of Christ as it says in 1 Corinthians 1. So um, <clears throat> that new person then is able to serve, is able to live by faith. We know from other scriptures, such as uh, Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, that we have the Holy Spirit. And that is how we live by faith. That's how we are a child of God. Because as this new righteous person, we know we're adopted, uh, Ephesians 1, 5, into the family of God, and we can come before God because we are considered righteous as this new person, and of course we're forgiven by sin. So it's a very important lesson for Christians to understand, to build the confidence that we have to live a Christian life by faith, but also a confidence that we have before God, that we're this new holy person. He considers us righteous, as it says in Romans 4, and we can stand before him in prayer and be confident of our salvation. Very important concepts. If you have more questions about this, if you go to the Teleos website in my ebook, Know the Bible, there's a whole chapter on the, the resurrection. It talks about this, our security of our salvation. I mentioned baptism also in terms of what it means in the epistles. Okay, what have we learned? We've learned that we come to salvation by faith. In doing so, we're not under the law, but we're a child of God, again, by faith. We realize that we can be the child of God because we've been identified with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And put on, uh, we've put on Christ in his image. There's, there are other terms in the Bible that mirror, uh, that, that talk about this concept, being born again in John, uh, the seed. In First John, um, <clears throat> the regeneration in Titus three five. There are a number of different terms that all talk about the fact that we're this new person in Christ at our salvation. Great promise, great God, great Savior. Ooh, a great salvation. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast, Relations Verse by Verse. We hope you found the teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next week for another exciting episode. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com. That's T-E-L-E-I-L-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.